What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Stoop Life Podcast. Before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to some of our new sponsors to our podcast. So tune in. First off, I want to give a shout out to my man Louis Frangiosa at Lulu Banga Sports Cards. If you guys are looking to buy or sell sports cards, our guy Louis Frangiosa is the guy you need to speak with. This man has them all NBA, NFL. MLB, NHL, heck, he even has some WWE cards. That's right, any sport, if you want any of them, he got them. So give him a call. Check him out on his Instagram, at LuluBangaSportsCards. Or check out his sales account on eBay, at LuluBangaSportsCards. You can buy, sell, or trade any sports card. He's your guy for that. Or feel free to reach out to him. Just contact Louis Frangiosa directly at 484-318-5394. Check him out now. Patriotic Powerhouse. That's right, guys. Shout out to our man Dan Testa at Patriotic Powerhouse for supporting the Stoop Life podcast. Companies that are made to help others win, that is a company we support. And that is exactly what Patriotic Powerhouse is founded upon. If you are looking to run a charity foundation for your small business, Dan Testa at Patriotic Powerhouse is the one you need to contact for that. He will set you up with the best charity you have ever seen. You want a raffle? He got you. You want to do a giveaway? He got you. You want to run a party? He got you. He can and will make them the best charities you ever ran. So next time you're looking to run a charity for your business, give our buddy Dan Testa a call at Patriotic Powerhouse. You can find him on Instagram at Patriotic underscore Powerhouse or reach out to Dan directly at 856-535-1525. Shout out to our man Keith Andrews at Keystone Professional Cleaners. Are you guys by chance looking to keep or get your home or business clean? Now I'm talking about clean, clean, like professionally clean, not half-ass clean like we give. Keystone Professional Cleaners are here for that. They provide both residential and commercial cleaning solutions. If this is something you or your company needs, reach out to Keith Andrews at Keystone Professional Cleaners. They offer weekly, bi-weekly, monthly services, as well as move-in and move-out services. Tile and grout cleaning, carpet cleaning. Stripping wax, spraying buff, you name it, they do it all. They are a full-service janitorial and commercial cleaning provider. They offer full services in the Montgomery County, Bucks County, Lehigh County, Philadelphia County, and Delaware County areas. Check them out on Facebook at Keystone Professional Cleaners, LLC. Or give them a call at one 800 403 94 Or if you prefer email, shoot them a message at Keith at KeystoneProfessionalCleaners.com. Again, Keystone Professional Cleaners. Check them out for all your cleaning services. Are you by chance looking for a home? Or maybe you're looking to sell your home. Or possibly you're just looking to rent? Well, don't worry about it. Either way, our guy Anthony Belletta is the best in the business. We're talking about Balletta Realtor. Servicing the Pennsylvania and New Jersey area, the Anthony Balletta team 
is the squad we use for buying our homes and selling our homes. Ant and his team offer a once-in-a-lifetime experience when searching for a new home or selling and getting a new one. Friendly, committed, diligent, dependable, passionate, professionalism, and proficient. That is everything you get when you work with Team Boletta Real Estate. Associated with Keller Williams, Ant and his team offer some of the best services in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Check them out on Instagram at The Boletta Team or on their Facebook page, Anthony Boletta Team, Keller Williams Real Estate. If you're looking to buy, sell, or rent, give Ant a call at 484-202-0857 or shoot them an email at info at Again, that's Anthony Boletta, Team Boletta Real Estate. Check them out for all your home needs. Shout out to my man, Humble Thurman, at Dwight's Clothing and Accessories Shop. Dwight's Shop is literally a one-stop shop for everything you need. Located at 154 West Main Street, right here in Norristown, Pennsylvania. Dwight's store sells basic clothing needs, which include Nike suits, t-shirts, tank tops, thermals, both men's and women's clothing. They even sell purses, handbags, and all your accessory needs. They also have a wide selection of body oils, incense, natural vitamins, shea butters, and lots of various natural products that you could use. Dwight's is a one-stop shop for all of your needs with a main focus on everyday basic necessities from hygiene to clothing and health. And all of this comes at an affordable price. So check them out on Facebook, Dwight's Clothing and Accessory Shop, or like I said, stop by 154 West Main Street, Norristown, PA, Dwight's Clothing and Accessory Shop. Let's talk about cars for a second. You know, because we all have them. Well, mostly. And sometimes we need to get rid of them. Unfortunately, sometimes dealerships, junkyards, you name it, they try to rip you the fuck off. That's why we use our guys over at Narton Auto Salvage. They buy cars, whether they're running or not. They can be wrecked, junked, or just flat out old. They take them. Not only will they take them, but they're going to pay you more for your vehicle than anyone else will. They service the Montgomery County and surrounding Pennsylvania and New Jersey areas. Check them out on Facebook at Narton Auto Salvage. Or feel free to give them a call and get a quick two-minute quote on what your vehicle is worth and how they can pick it up and take it off your hands. They can be reached at 484 687-0131. Just tell them Stoop Life told you to come and they'll take care of your car. Picture this. You're about to go on your first date with the smoking hot girl you just met. You roll up and the car's filthy. We all know that's a no-go. We need to show up with the car looking brand new. I'm not talking about running through the car wash clean. I'm talking about professionally clean, sparkling, pristine, fresh well don't worry about that because we got people that will make your car look even better than the day you bought it thanks to our dude dan tutoris and his professional car detailing business drag on customs our cars are always looking top of the line drag on customs is a fully automated detailing company they service cars trucks boats they'll even do your school bus cop car or they'll do your airplane if you got one of those, because some of you do. 
Located in Skipback, Pennsylvania, they service just about every county in Pennsylvania. And guess what? They'll even come to you with their badass mobile detailing van. They even have their own shop. So if you live a little bit too far away, you can go drive to them. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Dragon Customs. Or shoot them a call at 484-213-9392. I guarantee it will be the best detail your car will ever get. Mark my words on it. Now go, give them a call, and get your car looking brand new. Check out Dan Tudor's Drag On Customs, best in the business. I promise you that. Now that we have the selling and transfer of cars covered, as well as making them look fresh and clean, I think it's time we talk about repairing them. Because sometimes, you know, we get them cleaned up, but we got a little bit of damage on it that cleaning up can't settle. But it's not bad enough that we want to sell it. So we just want it repaired. It's time we talked about repairing them, guys. I see too many people driving around with chip paint, dents, and scratches on the cars and bumpers. But don't worry, people. We can fix that. Thanks to our sponsor, Mike McMonagle at Colors on Parade. They can make that car look brand new. Located in Montgomery and Bucks County area, they are a body shop on wheels. They specialize in fixing and painting bumpers, mirrors, rims. Any car issues that need paint, they do it. You got some scratches on your car? Need some touch-ups on them door hinges? That's an easy fix for them. They specialize in making those paint blemishes in your car go away. Making your car look fresh and new is what they do. So if you have a car that needs a bumper painted, a mirror painted, or any type of paintwork that needs to be done to your car, reach out to Mike McMonagle at Colors on Parade. Check them out on both Facebook and Instagram at Colors on Parade, or just shoot them a call or text to 610-618-9335. Get that car looking fresh, paint it brand new, you'll feel a lot better. So check out Colors on Parade. Chasing cash, but you can't buy respect. Uh, sell your soul, spend your whole life in debt. Microphone checker, supreme neck protector. Godson, still keep a tech on the dresser. 10,000 hours or better, I never let up. Up 20 in the fourth, and still I apply pressure. The rulers back a minute for good measure. Foot on their necks whenever they try to get her. Don't confuse me with a beginner. I spring train in the winter. I just want to ball a hundred summers. Championships right out the gutter. It's a man's world, baby. Let's go, let's go. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the best sports podcast in motherfucking Pennsylvania. I know it's been a long time since we said that, but we wanted to remind you guys. Because we've been off for a week. I was on a little hiatus of drinking tequila. And, you know, it was a, it was a fun week. It was a fun week off. But we're coming back to you guys with an episode that my man Paulie came up out of the blue. We were going to talk about the NBA, the NBA Finals, but it's been a week. We don't care anymore. The NBA drafts on tonight. We don't care anymore. We're going to talk about something that a lot of people are going to argue about. They're going to bitch about because they might not agree with us. And that's what we're about here. We're about making you not agree with us, but giving you factual information on why you should. So Paulie came up with the idea to kick it back to our roots and do a top 10 list on here. Now, don't mind you guys that me and Paulie did not fully agree on the list. But we compromised, we talked it out to make an accurate list that we both agree upon is good enough. And when I say good enough, I mean it's an A, not an A+. 
but it's still an yeah. A. It's an A list it's a, it's of what we got time. So, Paul, I'm doing enough babbling on here. Now, give them, I, give, them, give them a little rundown of what our list is about today because we're going to start it off right when you're done. First of all, welcome back, Florida Sunshine. <laughs> um, I'm going to get right to it, man. When we first started podcasting period, like during the pandemic, we did a lot of this stuff. Like, not only did we debate, of course we debate. We argued every day anyway. But these lists that, I, that, we, that we were coming up with was excellent. It was fun. Like, basketball season's over. The, no disrespect to the draft. I'm going to check in, tune in. We're both going to check in and tune in uh, from here and there. But my this team doesn't my suck enough to get a high the draft pick. So I don't look forward to a draft my team doesn't suck this much. So my, my team's good. Our team's good. So we'll, <laughs> we'll get there later. But We're more worried about the free agency and the trade accusations than the draft. Exactly. Really. And that's what we're watching. Yeah. But these lists we used to do, it was like, boom, 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 like out of the blue. Like I, I would just be thinking at my job all day during that pandemic and be like, who are the best? What, what was the best? What would be yeah. Today, today is one near and dear to our hearts. We got top 10 Philadelphia athletes of all time. When I mean Philadelphia athletes, they play for us. I don't mean that necessarily from here. You can say that. It might be a bonus but if I, you did. I can. <laughs> I, we, can all, we can say that. Yep. But I'm rolling with the best players that played for us, who put on for us, who bring us some, some laughs, bring us some, some parades, some rings, some champagne to pop, even some lows. Yeah. This is what we do. Philadelphia sports athletes, we love them. They hate us sometimes, but we love them. Exactly. But let's get right to it, man. This is a great list. We have it. The best thing about Philadelphia is this. I'm not gonna lie. We have we have more than just a four for four. If you guys don't know what four for four is, it's the four dominant um, sporting teams, which is Sixers, Eagles, um, Flyers, and Phillies. That's our four for four. But we do have boxing here that is a rich tradition. Absolutely. This is why I fell in love. That's why and we also do have all bullshit aside. Our union team is amazing, so it's about to be a five for five city. Yeah, there's more than that. You got more athletes out there. Like if if you look in Philly, if we would have made this a list about best athletes from Philly, not athletes that played here, we would never be able to make a list because there's too many of them. We would never be. It, it really is. It, we would be here for hours. Because we can start talking about different sports, golf, wrestling, Olympic athletes, uh. all this. There's a lot of them. A lot of them. So, we're, we're, like you said, we're just doing athletes that played for the city. And like you just said, guys, boxing counts. Boxing counts in the city of Philadelphia. When you're going to, like, Cleveland or something, you got one guy, don't count. We're talking about yeah. when you have predominant – Guys that are from here that everybody knows, they count on the yes. list. So we're gonna. Like we said, not only do, not only do we have a boxing, we have some of the all time greatest boxers in the game. Bro, when they make hours. when they make a movie called Rocky Balboa out of your city about a guy from your city when he's not even from here, Sylvester Stallone is not from here. That's how great the city of Philadelphia is in their sports, their exactly. fighting, and that's why this list was actually hard to make because. It's there's a lot of there's a lot of so. guys that we left off the list that could very easily be on this list. There's a lot of guys that people said in the group that could easily be on this list. But for me, I come with, you know, I look at the legacy that they still left behind currently now and uh pretty much if they won, you know, that's a knock on their thing. If they did something if they didn't win, if they won an MVP award, this or that, if they won a title, this or that, add that on. 
You know, so that, that's what made it for me. So number 10 on our list, we're going to get you guys started with, we, with right now. And we got, we got a guy right now that's actually might be the best athlete of the Philadelphia air. Uh, might be the best, best generational talent, to be honest with you, because the stuff that this guy has is done and it continues to do is absolutely phenomenal. We get to watch him currently right now. Uh, it's a little upsetting sometimes when we bring his name up because, you know, like we were told to trust the process for a while and it hasn't really panned out yet. But we got number 10. We got on our list number 10, and we think this guy will end up going up the list even if he only plays for two, three more years in the city. Number 10 on the list is current NBA 76er Joel Embiid. So how do you feel about him being number 10, man? I have no beef with that. Yeah. No beef. And I'm going to tell you why, because he's a scoring champ. He's a, he's, he became a scoring champ in a league full of guards who are bucket getters. Exactly. And he's unique. He's a great defender. He gets you that outside three. He is the Philadelphia 76ers. He's what we had with Allen Iverson and, and I, as kids. Like my my daughters know who they, who Joel Embiid is, and they're five they're five yeah. and seven. That's why. I so like it's Joel is such an impactful player that she's like, can't miss. Trust the process. Like he's the character. His Twitter. The man is a, he can he control you. I like he it. Can, he's one of the best man. I can't. He yeah. he has every right to be on this list. Yo, you know like Joel Embiid. The one thing we talk about too is like legacy careers things that they've done impactful and i think one of the yeah. things that people don't appreciate enough with joel Embiid is the fact that he's from a completely different country he's one of the first players from africa where he's from from where yes from uh, cameroon to be here mm-hmm. and like his legacy yeah. on that guys in the next 20 years when we see a lot of these athletes seeing that joel Embiid is a scoring champion at a, as a big man 10 15 years from now there's going to be a lot more people, players from that country that come over here because of what Joel Embiid is currently doing right now. And to have him in our city to play for our team, I get we haven't won a championship yet. But his impact that he's going to do for the future of the game, for the future of the sport, is amazing. And like you Beautiful. said, it's, it's amazing. The last time a scoring champion has been a big guy since Shaq. And everybody knows Shaq. The thing about yeah. that. Shaq was not a player from an international country. So, you know, I have we have number 10 at the list right now. And like I said, 15, 20 years from now, if this guy wins a championship for our city, God forbid. Yeah. Like, the Bronx, it'll be, we already know what will happen. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, he still has time here. He still has time here, and he's doing it right in front of our eyes. And I get he has, like, he hasn't won an MVP yet, but we all know he probably should have. Mm-hmm. So it's, there's an mm-hmm. asterisk to it. But five-time NBA All-Star, four-time All-Second Team, should have been first team twice. Three-time All-NBA Second Team, an NBA scoring champion, a rookie first team. The guy, the guy's phenomenal player. He's a phenomenal player, and I enjoy watching him. I'm mad. I'm hoping we get him a championship here for him because he, he embodies Philly. Even though he's not from Philly, he embodies Philly, and that's why he's no. He took the words right at my mouth. What I was going to say, he gets it, like. Not a lot of players that are great actually bond with their city. Joel Embiid bonds with his city. He he's he's an international player that came here and embodied the Philadelphia way. Exactly, man. I mean, it's it's he's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. So you already got our number ten answer. So you might have been shocked by that, but I don't I don't really think you're gonna be shocked by anybody else on this list. You might question the where they're ranked, 
But uh, I think every single other person on this list should be on everybody's list. And that, that, that's exactly what we had. We, we both agreed upon eight or nine players. And then the tenth one, we were kind of like, where do we got to switch around a little bit? <laughs> so not, number, number nine, we did a lot of talking about boxing. And love him or hate him, this guy is without a doubt one of the best middleweight fighters of all time. One of the best fighters of all time. He's from our city of Philadelphia, and he 100% embodied it. Who we got on number nine, Paul? Bernard Hopkins, the executioner, a.k.a. the alien, B-Hop. Um, undisputed middleweight champ, man. He's from 2001 to 2005, he, he, he ruled 160. Um, people might complain about the competition, but he he just did his thing, man. He's Bernard literally... He, the mind he has, first, I, I've had I've had a conversation with Bernard. I've had the pleasure of actually having a five minute conversation with him. That's awesome. And it's it's like when he talks, he lives and breathes boxing in the way he breaks down boxing. I've never I've never heard a mind like that speak about the sport. It's he he does embody Philadelphia. He does he does love the city. Um, the fact that he he has the longest reign at, at middleweight is is beautiful. Um, then the man came back as a forty plus year old man, 45, 46, 47, and was winning fights. Then became a the lineal champion at at one seventy five. Yeah, at forty eight years old, the executioner like, in a violent sport. In a violent sport, he did something that George Foreman did, but he was older. Bernard Hopkins was older when he won the um the heavyweight championship, and he unified it. I, like, dude, it's unbelievable. Greatness. You know, he one one thing I always remember about Bernard Hopkins is his, is his fights against Jermaine Taylor, Joe Calzaghe, <laughs> later John Pascal. Like, yeah. remember, remember when he was fighting Pascal? He was like, he wasn't supposed to be fighting these guys. Like, he was old. He wasn't. He was past way past his prime. He was still winning. He was still winning, bro. You remember? You remember in that fight that I think because he was giving he was giving Pascal problems. Yeah, he came out of the round and started doing push ups. Yeah, I do remember that. So, bro, this is his way of saying, bro, don't don't ever think I'm too old for this shit. And he won the fight. He beat Pascal. I think he actually dropped him in that fight. He did. That's that's the greatness of Bernard Hopkins, man. He's he's had great fights against Roy Jones. He's been in there with, like you said, Jermaine Taylor. Yeah. He went in there against. Listen, he took on Kovalev, right? When Kovalev was the killer of the division. He was a beast. Went twelve rounds. With the killer of the division at forty, almost fifty years old, he was it, a month. <laughs> month later, he was fifty years old. Like any, it was a unanimous decision, but it was a, it went twelve rounds. It was well, a great fight. Bernard, the second half of that fight was a genius almost. Yeah. But Kovalev was, you know, obviously a little bit too strong for him. A lot of times, Bernard lost. He did lose some of that power. Going, you're fifty years old, dude. <laughs> like, well, yeah. he did lose some of that power. <laughs> but he, it was. A but great, like the one thing he never left. He never yeah, he had him. a mind. You know. uh I do. I still remember him knocking out bitch ass Oscar De La Hoya. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> like, and, and, that shit. and yo, he was still forty years old at that fight. And like a fighter at forty years old, you know, you're you're not supposed to be knocking people out. I don't care how old like De La Hoya was hey. at the time, but you know what was he? He was on like a, I believe going into that fight minus the draws, he was on what yeah. like a forty fight win streak or something like that. Yeah, you know and. 
it was for like three titles. He won for three titles. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember uh, my boy Lou, our sponsor. Shout out to Lulu Banga, his boy Kelly Pavlik. Remember when he fought oh, Kelly he still, Pavlik? He whooped his ass. <laughs> Pavlik, he left Pavlik in a bloody puddle. Like he, yeah. he could have stopped him. He started playing with him. I, dude, I remember the that. The man like, that knocked phenomenal. out. You remember? You remember Tarver, right? Antonio Tarver. Yeah. Absolutely. The man that knocked Being out Antonio Tarver, Bernard played with. Yeah. He played with. He could have stopped him too. Played with. I remember, like, dude. Uh, I also remember like that fight because. Everyone's like, oh, Bernard's 43, 44 years old. He doesn't have the speed anymore. And Kelly Pavlik was just, like, knocking people Ooh. out, like you just said. That's what he and Kelly, it was the end of Kelly Pavlik. Because, you know, they're like, oh, this dude's fucking slow. Like, this dude. Yeah. <laughs> you remember? Because everyone, Kelly Pavlik was going up. Like, he was supposed to get, like, yeah. unanimous titles after that fight. Yeah. And Bernard, at 44 years old, might have been 43, knocked him, didn't knock him out, but knocked his ass. Uh, another fight I remember... You'll remember this, and I remember it mainly for the uh, the fight night games because I used to always I used to always like using the southpaws. Mm-hmm. I used to like using southpaws in the game until I don't even remember what year it was, two thousand six or seven, when he fought Winky Wright and he whooped his ass. And I was like, all right, I can't use Winky Wright no more in the game because like my man B Hop just like schooled him. Said in the work, my I think the most craziest like iconic moment I can think of B Hop. He he fought Tito Trinidad when Tito Trinidad was again. If you want to talk about another guy who was going through that decision, Tito was just came off of knocking out uh, William Choppy, who he embarrassed. He embarrassed Tito, just killed him. Bernard, in the middle of a press conference, threw the Puerto Rican flag down, stomped on it, and <laughs> ran. You don't do that. You don't do that in the middle. Of, I, I forgot where. I, I want to say he was in in um in New York when he did it, but I could be wrong. I, I forget. But I remember the press conference, he did that, and he just took off running. Then he beat the shit out of Tito. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. The fact that we have Bernard Hopkins at number nine is actually pretty crazy because this man won the middleweight title in 1995. And he fought yeah. until, what, three years ago? <laughs> and he was still, uh, you know, a champion a lot of that time. You know, what's he got? Yeah. 20 title defenses, 17 different opponents. The longest, the longest streak. Unbelievable. In the middle of Unbelievable. And he was born and raised in Philadelphia, Philadelphia. which is great. It's great. But enough of Bernard Hopkins. We got we to go to another guy here that is similar to him. You know, he got the ex- executioner. Another, another guy that nobody really – everybody appreciated him. But I think he might be if, – if you ask 100 people – who your favorite Philadelphia athlete of all time is? I think half. He's of them, I think half of them might man. say this guy. No, like maybe not half, yeah. but I think he might be the most said. Mm-hmm. Number. So who we got at number eight? We got the one, the only. But we got Brian Dawkins. B dog, baby. Listen, him coming out of that tunnel on a Sunday afternoon in the fall. If you weren't up for the game, he was getting you up for the game after that. His. The ferociousness he bring on the field. He was a leader. He was a leader. My man, my man was different, man. I'm not even I'm not an Eagles fan. You guys know this, but there's Eagles players that hold a special place in my heart. I got again another guy I got to shake his hand. B Doc is a big man, bro. He's a big man, and I got I seen him in his prime up close and personal. He's a big man, and I see pause, and I see why um he was laying them hits on guys, man. He's 
B Dog was the Heat and a guy who live and breathe Philadelphia. Y'all, so I see our comments here. Everybody's a little mad. We got B Dog at number eight, and I want I want to remind y'all that this isn't a popularity contest either. Because if we have we have a popularity contest, he'd be number two or three for me as well. Uh, in my Ooh, opinion, same, I in, in my opinion, the only reason I don't have B Dog a little bit higher is which. It's kind of messed up because I think a lot of the other guys, some guys on the list, we don't really take them away. But he didn't win a title here. And I think that hurt hurt a lot of his uh, credentials for the top ever. I mean, this guy was unbelievable. When we watched the Eagles, he was one of the guys who were like, all right, B-Dog's going to come out the locker room. He's going to come out screaming. And then he's going to get a big hit, ignite the game. You know, I'll never forget some of the hits he laid. This guy was a four-time first-team All-Pro, nine-time Pro Bowler. And he was on the All-Decade team in the 2000s. But the only thing is, guys, he never won a title here. And I think going through that and knowing we should have won, it wasn't all his fault. I get it. It's team sport. I think that hurt his ranking for us. Hey, WIP didn't even have him in the top ten, believe it or not. I know. And that's that's the perennial station. I don't want to mention those stations on here. But that's the perennial station of the Philadelphia Eagles. And they didn't even they didn't have him ranked that high either. Which is retarded. Like, I get I, it. I would. I could easily put him number four, five, three, two. Me too. I, I wouldn't even have a problem if you had number one, simply because like if you want to get somebody that you want one game on the line, and it comes down to that person mm-hmm. doing something. B dog stopping somebody, you're laying out a hit, hundred percent. You know he'd be he'd be right there on the list. Algie Crumbler, that's all you gotta say. Yeah. Algie Crumbler, hundred percent hits. I mean, that's all you gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's and it's a shame that he didn't get a ring because if there's a player that most deserves it. Brian Dawkins is one of the most deserving players to have a ring. It's yeah, he was Weapon X, man. He was he was Wolverine, us. He really was. I mean, I, I still do that shit. Like, I me- I remember one time. So I went into the gym, and uh, I was like, all right, we got we got to lift today. I was I was being a big dog in the gym. I was doing one twenty fives. I was doing them for you know flat press, real easy. I see this motherfucker on the side over here. I'm like, yo, dude's wearing a beanie. <laughs> He was wearing like a long sleeve shirt. Dude was huge. He wasn't. He wasn't fucking around with 125s on bench press. He was fucking around with the 125s on seated shoulder press for like 50. He was just throwing them shits up, and I was like, "Damn, there's levels." My shoulder, dude. No, it wasn't. It was like a warm up to this guy. Like you don't. People don't realize how strong this motherfucker was. Like on the field, like you don't really need that strength like all the no. time, like that shoulder press. But that's just. The other areas in which he focused on in his life, I can only imagine, like, how strong his legs were, how strong his actual bench press was, because he's hidden. All those movements you do, front squats, deadlifts, all that shit. He was probably unbelievable, because this guy was shoulder pressing 125s, dumbbells, just sitting there, just chilling it for, like, 20, putting them back, and then doing curls. And I'm like, I need to go home. Like, I need to start eating more. I need to, like, I know. do he's, something. He's different, bro. He's different. But the... The whole thing that he's that low is because there's so many great play- people. So, um, shout out to B Dog. B Dog, in my opinion, he's always he was the li- he was the heart and soul of of a football team. So I, I understand why the people were mad. Um, yeah, it I, is what it is. Yeah. But it's our list. Yeah, I mean, yeah, listen, listen. If I, if I, if I <laughs> yo, you know the thing is, guys. Like when I saw when we made the list and we both saw our list, and we had to combine them. My one thing was like, I'm like, damn, how do we have B Dog there? Like, I, I, we we both had the same thing, but we're like, yo, like, legacy, records, titles—they all matter when it comes to top athletes. So it's like, one thing held against him is he didn't win a title. Yeah, he's a safety, like you said, but don't hold him against him. But 
everyone else love him on this list, you'll see why we have him. So uh, we got we got number seven here. We got number seven on the list, and you could also have this guy higher on the list. You could have this guy off the list. Some people because they don't they don't like yeah. Some people sport. have him on, uh, not even on their list. Yeah, but like when we talk about legacy, when we talk about things that happen, there's nobody that has a bigger moment in sports I can think than what this guy was involved with. I'm talking about his his his. His, his legacy with his rivalry. We got another boxer who was a Philadelphia guy as well. One of the best fighters of all time. We're talking about Smoking Joe Frazier. We got Smoking Joe Frazier at number seven here. How do you listen? This this is this is so hard. This is this is so hard to even look at. Still, but Smoking Joe, man, he, he's the first man to be Ali to the impossible. Exactly. Ali was unbeatable. I love Ali. Ali is the greatest boxer of all time. He's the goat. But he went in there and he beat Ali. He did. And it was beautiful. It was such a beautiful thing. But what a lot of people forget about Smoking Joe is how much he did for his, his community. He opened up a gym in North exactly. Philly, like in the middle of the block. Yeah. Like he's, he loved this city as much as I think anybody did. Like he was a Philadelphia. He wasn't from here. People don't know that. He was not born in Philadelphia. He was born in North Carolina, I believe, or South Carolina. South Carolina. But he came to the city. He lived in he Philadelphia for the like final 35 years of his life. Yes, and if there's somebody we're most proud of, it's Joe Frazier. Yeah, I remember. We're uh, very- I remember growing up. We actually, he was actually lived in Roxborough area, so a lot of people that were really? from Roxborough knew Joe Frazier's house. I remember we used to drive by it all the time. My dad would be like, "Oh, it's Smoking Joe's house." <laughs> they were like, "What?" They're like, "Yeah, yeah, we live right there, right on the corner." At, I'm not gonna say where it was, but you pass. If you ever go down to Philly, you get Del Sandro's, and you go down there, you pass his house all the time. Yeah. You know, his family still lives there. And like you said, he, he did a lot for the community. That's why, like, he's very, like, feels like he was born and raised in Philly because he embodied the city. Like, he just did, like man. we talk about with Rocky Balboa, like, he embodied the fight. He embodied the struggle because nobody thought you could ever beat Muhammad Ali and this guy beat him. This guy he beat did him. it, man. I got to give him respect for that. And his style of he created a style of boxing. The Philly Shell is based on Joe Frazier, in my opinion. There was people that used it, don't get me wrong, before him, but he really utilized it perfectly. He started it. I mean, he's just a little guy. And a lot of people forget. Joe is shorter and smaller than a lot of heavyweights, and he went in there and beat a lot of good heavyweights. So to be a heavyweight champion, and I believe, I, how tall is Joe? 5'11"? Five five, uh, yeah, he's about Mike Tyson, I think. He's about the same height as Mike Tyson. To go in there and do what he did, at that height, which is considered a light heavyweight nowadays, or possibly a, a cruiserweight, is amazing. It is again. It really is. We're most proud of him in this city. Exactly. Like, that's, who, that's why, like, he, we have him here because, like, you can ask anyone. They're, oh yeah, Fraser Philly. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, like to think of his impact that he had on the city after all the stuff. And if you guys want to go check his gym out, his gym is actually a historic place. It's still there. Uh, it's, yeah. it's literally yeah. called Joe Frazier's Gym in Philadelphia, and uh, he actually it wasn't built by him, but he took it over. It, it was actually a little restaurant, and he turned it yeah. into, he turned it into his gym, which is actually amazing. It's on two nine one seven North Broad Street, right in Philly. So you, you wild thing is, my dad trained there. My dad won his Golden Gloves out of that gym. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people probably yeah, have it's crazy. yeah, it's awesome. Uh, and, and and that's the thing, because, like, 
a lot a lot of boxers when they when they go they go to Philly and they train there with his his lineage is still there which is crazy so his like his, his legacy is still going on in the city of Philadelphia and I mean when we did when we did the uh, we just finished the bracket for boxing a lot of people were complaining Joe Frazier wasn't on our list well here you go he's on our list here because <laughs> he deserves it he's a Philly Philly proud guy uh, we love him there. Now we gotta get we gotta get into the next ones here. We got the top six coming up. So if you guys didn't like what we had yet, well, hopefully you like what we have to finish with because we do. So Paulie, number six. Who do we got at number six here? First of all, when I say this, listen, the minister of defense. You know he was a Packer too. So Reggie White at number six is in horrible. Now let's get to this though, man. Defensive player of the year, most ferocious defensive line to ever, to ever walk. He was the baddest motherfucker in the, in the league at the time. I, I can still remember in the Super Bowl, like watching him going against the Patriots defensive line. He threw two of them with the arms. Unbelievable. Two of them. He was a strong country boy who gets who got the work done. And Reggie, man, he's an all-time great, one of the greatest defense players that ever played this game. Yeah, ever to ever step foot on this on the field. Reggie, how can you not love him? He I mean, did leave you guys. Listen, he this, did leave you guys. So we just had this argument. We just had this conversation before we got on, guys. A lot of you forget about Reggie because he left Philadelphia and won a championship somewhere else. And I, I mean, listen, I get it. I get it. It sucks. But he was two-time defensive player of the year in Philadelphia. Two-time defensive player of the year in Philly. He was all pro. Every single year he was in Philly, from '85 to '92, every year he was all first team All Pro in Philly. You know he's a That's Pro Bowler every time. He was on the decade team in that whole time in Philly. He made the decade team. He was unbelievable. His numbers retired here in Philly for a reason. He was in the Hall of Fame before yeah. he, Philadelphia Hall of Fame before he retired for a reason. Like you the just said, minister he, cha- he, he changed the way defenses played football. He yes. changed the way you had to cover defenses. Uh, yeah. a, a lot of people don't like Reggie. They either put him too low on here because, like we just said, they don't like because he left. He left the city, right? I, you know, there's different. God things. told him, "Hey, God called him. The Almighty God called him to go to Green Bay, so he had to follow his way." I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying. listen. I mean, like if we're gonna go with pure talent, he could easily be number one on this list. Easily, I agree. Like, Strong, he, he, probably the strongest. You know who who has a who has. 13-time Pro Bowler, two-time Defensive Player of the Year, eight-time first-team All-Pro. There's not a lot of people that have those accolades that are on a list that play for Philly. <laughs> you know, it's, it's pretty phenomenal. Like, and, and the crazy thing is he, he did all this shit when he left Philly, and he did it before Philly in college. Like, SEC Player of the Year, unanimous All-American. He's hands down, I agree. I agree with Robert Robinson here. Hands down, best Eagle of all time. And that, that's why that's why he's here. Like he's not in the top five for a reason. We're gonna we're gonna give you why. We're gonna give you why. But Reggie White, guys, if you wanna go watch some mean highlights of some mean dudes, go watch him and go watch Lawrence Taylor because them two guys, their video clips will make you look at like what happened to football. Like what happened? Like I said, just go back to the Packers Super Bowl and I don't mean the you know the, the boast of my, my being a fan. Just go back to that Packers Super Bowl in ninety six. Where it, he got that strip, he got that last sack. He threw t- two defensive linemen with a swimming hook. 
agree. So Paulie, I've never we never seen. Yeah, I agree, man. And I, we're gonna go post that video in the stoop later, so people are reminded of how good this guy is. <laughs> but yo, Paul, we got we got a comment right here for you. Uh, my number six was Moses Malone. So we we got the next guy coming up, and uh, listen, we we uh. We didn't know how to go about it because we didn't want to go too heavy on certain sports. So we actually, unfortunately, left Moses Malone off. And Paul is going to give you the I, reason why we originally had him and took him off. But we're going to give you the reason right now with number five. Okay. So go ahead. You, it's, you're the floor. Listen, the reason why Moses is off, you know, he, he I had him on. I had him on. <laughs> but again, I did my, my list like five times. And yeah, four out of five times, Moses Malone was in my top five. But in a couple of those times, I left Dr. J off, and it was, I was whoa, what am I doing? Um, Moses Malone was the MVP of both the finals and the league the year they won the championship. He was a major part of that team that won it. He was uh, Honestly, he was the piece that they needed to win the championship. Um, I Listen, I feel like a piece of shit for leaving him off. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. He's my honorable mention. I feel like a piece of shit. Yeah, the only reason but, we, we said I agree with you is because, like, when they won, they won because, you know, Dr. J was there. He was the guy. When you talk about that championship team, unless you're actually, like, a sports guy, like, you're hardcore into it, like, our group is, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Uh, Moses Mo, Malone's really not mentioned a lot there. So we're like, all right, well, who do we take yeah. off? We could have took Joe Allen beat off, put Moses on. Yeah. But we want to keep it a little hip, up to date. That's why we, we didn't put him on there. But we got, we got number six, yeah. number five. We got the doctor, Julius Irving. And uh, I, I don't think you can argue with him being right there, you know? Uh, um, Why not? Why not? I mean, again, Julius Irving, like I said, he was on my – I actually had – again, I had him on my list too. But the one I sent you, I happened – like I said, I did five different lists. The one I sent to Bobby, I didn't realize I left Dr. Dale. And you have to have Dr. Dale on this list. There's not – when you have one of the most popular basketball players that ever played this game and he played for your team and won a championship for your team and did a lot of great things for your city, he has to be on his list. So, no, I did not leave. Hold on. Hold on. I did not leave Dr. Dale on my list. Just the one I sent him, I did by accident. He's on our list, though. <laughs> yo, we, we Doc did, is on our yo, list. We did a lot I feel of sick yeah. Doc is on this list. I mean, yo, I, I'm trying to find where I put him. I still – I don't have a problem with him not being on the top ten. I really don't anymore. Uh, but – Dr. J's top top five. I honestly, he could be he could be easier. Hands down, two. bro. Yeah, I mean, look what this guy did for the game of basketball. You know, people people are still remembering Dr. J, what he did, and we got to remember 1983 NBA champion, yeah. two time ABA champion, most valuable player in 1981, eleven time All Star, five time, or sorry, five time ABA All Star, eleven time NBA All Star. The guy was just like, he did everything. He's one of the guys that was the transfer into the game. Like, when we talk about legacy, that's exactly what I was talking about earlier with why we had Joel Embiid on. His legacy, what he did going forward, was in, incredible. This guy came from the ABA and then transitioned over to the Sixers, and he's one of the first players to do that. And his legacy on what he did changed the entire game. You know, basically, he was, he was in Jackie Moon's movie as Coffee Black, basically. That was Dr. J, you know? Like, that was what he did to the game. He transitioned it. Uh, I, I mean, he's, he's, he's still around the game of basketball. 
because of what he did. Yeah. He still he still judges dunk contest because of what he did on those, you know? He's the great he's arguably the greatest dunker of all time. I mean, people always talk about how much of a trash shot he had. But in that time, did you really need that three point shot or that, that little little quick little um twelve foot shot? I mean some Ben yeah. Simmons never had, but Julius Irving was such electric and iconic that he has to be on here. He has to be. I mean, a lot of I know a lot of old heads who call him to go, so I'm sure I'm gonna get a lot of heck from a couple of them I see right here. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people have him number one on their list. To be honest with you, I know. I listen, and when I say this, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna mention what I work. I work around a lot of old heads who love sports, who live and breathe Philadelphia sports. Though I I listen to Philadelphia sports talk. Probably the majority of my day. The amount of times I hear Julius Irving is the goat, I can I would be a rich man if I was taking money from him. So I believe it. Yeah, I mean he's the great. He is he 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 lived and breathed the game. He was basketball. He was the NBA. So he played for us. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's great. I mean, look at what he did. Like like I just said, Doc is best dunker. Well, Vince, of course. I mean, Rob, you're right. Like, this guy was a dunk before they even realized what a dunk was. You know, like, they pretty much made the dunk contest so this guy could show off. Like, for real. Like, rock the baby. Like, people still do that. They still show yeah. it They still show it in movies of basketball. People don't understand. He was, when, even when he came into the NBA, man, he was older. Remember, he was with the ABA first. Exactly. He came in, I think, as a 30-year-old. And was dominated. Right away. That's how much of a hooper he was, man. Right away, his first, his, he's iconic. His first season in the NBA, he scored twenty one point six points per game, eight point five rebounds. His career average, twenty four point two points per game, eight point five rebounds. That's how good he was. Like his career, like unbelievable. Up until his last last year, when he got a little older, I mean that the NBA team they won on, he was averaging you know, damn near like pretty like twenty two, eight five. One, two assists a game, two blocks per game. Like, yeah. well, I, I, I don't know what the current stats are now, but how many small forwards average close to what he does right now? Like, with the blocks, the steals. Like, they don't usually get all, all across the board. You know, he, he did all across the board. Mm-hmm. That's how good he was. That's how good he was. But the fact that we don't have him in the top four, we're going to tell you why. Because our top four right here is about a combination of legacy and fandom. Sport. So uh, we, we don't really talk about this sport a lot in in uh, the, the stoop. We actually have the finals going on right now in it. And this guy, this guy, anybody who's a Flyers fan, this is their yeah. guy. Anybody that talks about hockey in the city of Philadelphia, they remember this guy because they, they bring do. up they bring up his team. We're talking about the Broad Street fucking bullies. Every single sports team, whether it's basketball, football. Hockey, whatever. When they talk about Philadelphia, they talk about the Broad Street Bullies. They really do. First thing. And the guy that first thing, when it comes to the Flyers, that's the first. And I guarantee this guy coming up is the first thing they bring up. That first thing. So this guy's number four. We got Bobby Clark, the best hockey player for this town. And he's number four on our list because of what he did, man. Broad Street Bullies. Like, as a kid. I had no idea who the hell Bob Bobby Clark was, except that he had the same name as me. And I was like, that's a good dude. Then when I started actually researching, getting into sports, I looked up what this dude did. I wish he was still around now because the Flyers need this guy. 
And like the crazy thing is about guys, for those of you that don't watch hockey, and I understand why you don't watch hockey now because our our flyers are not that good. Terrible. But it's it's terrible. Think about it. They won the nineteen seventy five Stanley Cup. And they had the famous photo where they're beating everybody up. Broad Street bullies, right? So when you talk about the Flyers, you think, oh, Broad Street bullies, he just beat people up, right? No. This man on top of that, he he had over four hundred goals, over eight hundred assists, over twelve hundred points, and he played over eleven hundred games. That's a lot. Yeah. Put that in perspective. He's top 10 in all of those categories in the history yes. of hockey. And he's known for fighting. That's how good he was. He has three straight, I believe, 100-yard seasons, if I remember. Absolutely. Three yeah. straight, I believe. I could be wrong. It could be two in a, in a split. No, so he has here, – here's his numbers. <laughs> Listen to this. So in, in the Flyers, he had 104 in 72-73. 87 in 74, and then he went 116, 119, 90, 90. All those. The point, we're talking about points. He had – this is before, like, scoring, like, 40 goals was, like, unheard of back then in the 70s. Yeah. He was scoring 35, 37, 35, 20, 35. And on top of that, like, the guys that scored goals back in the game, like, unless your name was, like, Wayne Gretzky, you didn't get assists yeah. and goals. He was getting – listen to this shit. This, this is the numbers that are unbelievable. So on his 35-goal season, he had 46 assists. Then he had 67 assists, 52 assists. The year they won the, year they won the Stanley Cup, he had 89 assists. 89 and 37 goals. Unbelievable. And like I said, he was known for fighting. Hey, just look at his picture. He don't got front teeth. It shows you what, how the state of hockey at this time. He has no front teeth. The man was a badass, and he will score on you. That was, Bobby Clark was different, man. Even though, believe it or not, I love Bernie, Bernie Perrantz, my guy. When I think of Phillies, I mean, uh, Philadelphia hockey, Bernie Perrantz first name comes to mind, believe it or not. But Bobby Clark is is bigger than the Flyers. He's hockey. He's hockey. Just like how I say Dr. J was an icon, Bobby Clark in his day was an icon, and he played for us. Yeah, so I mean, he played. He played his whole entire career with. Well, if you want to count the W, like one, yeah, it's like kind of juniors. Unbelievable! Like kind of when you talk about like playoffs, we can look up Doctor J's playoff numbers and all. They're probably great. Yeah. But the year they won the Stanley Cup, they won the Stanley Cup because of this guy. Yes, he had, they won he the had a top five all time points in, in like least like attempts on goal. Like this man's like plus minus ratio was forty two. Like, that's unbelievable. What this? Well, what people understand? He was doing this and whooping your ass. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like, think about that. Please, like, I need people to think about that. He was doing this, then kicking your ass. A lot, I know a lot of people, again, I know a lot of old heads who have him number one. As uh, When it comes to Philadelphia uh, athletes, they have him number one. Yeah, I, with, I mean, that's like, our, our top five, to be honest with you, we could put it any other way. And I have no argument with that at all because mm-hmm. I think they're all top five. Because, like, we could put yeah. Dr. J here. We could put Bobby Clark down below. You know? Uh, they're, they're all it's, – it's preference, it's net, legacy. And I think, I think the reason why we put Bobby Clark a little bit higher is because, like, yeah. the Flyers haven't, like, done shit since. And they're still known for what he is. The reason yeah. we didn't put Dr. J above him is because, like, the Sixers are still known for having better players going – not better – maybe better than him. Yeah. But, like, you know, good players. Yeah. Like, Everybody remembers Eric Lindros and all this, right? But they don't remember him the way they remember Bobby Clark. 
you know? Yeah, that's true. Bobby Clark is just not, he's not gonna say. Yeah, and that, the reason yeah, I'm saying that, this unbelievable, dude. Uh, the reason I'm saying that uh, is because number three on our list, he could also be number, number one. Number three. I'm going to let you take number the three. list here because we're waiting to do a debate on this guy. So if anybody disagrees with where we have this guy on our list and disagrees with the comparison we had on a chart, then we need you to argue, and we're not allowing Steve to argue against him. Steve, you can't argue nah. against this guy. Yeah, you we, can't argue against this, we, this we guy. We can't allow it because number I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Number three is already gives it away who it is. And it breaks my heart to even say this. Because if you know me, a lot of people know me as the Reebok King. The Reebok Goat. And it's because of this man right here. <laughs> Allen Iverson. Bubba Chuck. Number three. It, listen, I know I'm gonna, we're going to hear a lot of that. But y'all got to understand. And you want to talk about an icon? He made you dress different. Talk different. Walk different. Like... I had braids back in my day because of Allen Iverson. Like, that's to me, he's an all-time. He's the greatest. But for this list's sake, he's number three, and I don't have no beef with it. But like I said, I, yo, listen, G Bird, G Bird, my brother. I know you're gonna come. I know I'm gonna get a call from you in about ten. But. I, he's, number three is sitting at number three, and that's poetic justice. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I don't even think we really have to talk about Allen Iverson, what he did here for the city, nah, for what, what he meant. You know, he was unbelievable. But then again, he didn't win a title here. Otherwise, he would have been number one, two, three, four, five, six. He'd have been all tops. Because the next two guys we got on our list are like, listen, like they're all different categories here. Uh, I like, like, yo. Give give Paul a call about about Iverson not not being number one, but like, God remember, like, listen, he's he's our our era too. That's what makes us love him even more. I took my biasness out and I looked at myself as a reporter why I did this. I did have him number one on like two of my list, three of my list. So I took my I took my you know my bias out, my Philly bias, and just said if I was a reporter and I was looking at the greatest Philly sports athletes of all time, I would AI number three is not horrible as what people think. Like, like I said, lists are made to be opinionated. This list is made for y'all to chop us up. We want to hear y'all's. We want to hear your top ten answers. Yeah, no, that's Next. why we do these, man. We do these lists because they're fun, argumental. And like I said, like, we grew up with Iverson, so it actually hurts a lot not to make him number one. But uh, we, we don't even need to talk about him. You know, the guy's... MVP 2000, 11 time NBA champ, NBA All Star. I wish he was 11 time NBA champion. <laughs> Would that be amazing? Uh, you know, three time All NBA first team. It's great. And I do want to throw it out there, Rel, if you're still listening. Steve just commented back on me here and says he's 100% wants to argue against him. And I actually love hearing Steve argue against people he likes because it's, it's, it's amazing. And it, it's Stone Cold Face, so good luck. So we're going to be contacting you about that because we're going to do the Iverson Wade wait, wait, wait. debate. Who's Steve defending? Well, so, so in the group, remember we put, you put the post up, Iverson or Wade. Philly group, everybody chose Iverson. Yeah. Well, Rel Escobar chose Iverson, and we we're looking for somebody to go against him. But we're in a Philadelphia group, so nobody wants to go against him. Steve, okay, you know what? Steve though? says he's you know going what? to argue against. I would like to see. I would like to hear this. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna set that up. I mean, I'm I'm down. 
Oh, man. WIP got him number one. But also, like we just said, they didn't have Brian Dawkins on their list. So, I mean, WIP was – I think everybody can play WIP on their supposed list. to be predominant. Listen, they're the predominant station here. In my opinion, I, I, I like the other one better. 97.5 is, is to me, is a more – I can relate more to the station. Um, but – WIP didn't even have B-Dog on there. They did have AI number one. I respect that. But I think that's because, uh, yeah. I don't know. I but, really right. don't know because so, I was surprised. I thought we'll the next it. guy was going to be number one. We'll check it. I mean, uh, our next two guys on the list are going to be here. We're going to tell you guys why. So number two on the list. We're going to go to a different sport. We haven't we haven't had it on here yet. We haven't had it on here yet. Uh, it's a sport that, you know, a lot of Philadelphia people love this sport. Uh, even Even now. Even when they're miserable, they love talking about them. They're all over the radio right now. Uh, WIP talks about them all the time. And we're talking about definitely their best player ever, the Philadelphia Phillies. Of all time. At number two. Of all time. We got Mike Schmidt at number two. Michael, say, I'm going to need you to say this right. It's Michael Jack Smith. It's Michael Jack Smith, the greatest second baseman <laughs> of all time. And uh, there's no there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I heard he was a prick, but it don't matter. He... He got his championship. Listen, I met him a couple um, times. He was a stone cold prick. <laughs> so every every time I used to go, yo, this is why I didn't even want to put him on here because I was like, yo, he's a dick. Uh, every time I used to go to Clearwater, we used to see him and his base coach. We used to get the Hooters deck seats, so we would always sit right next to him. And he was always he's still there, still got his mustache. Like he don't look he don't look exactly the same. He's a little older now. I think he's like seventy two, seventy three years old. But man. Like, just watching him even as a coach, like coaching these guys how to how to play, how to ground ball, how to hit. He he's a, he was unbelievable, man. Uh, he's twelve time All Star, three time winner of the National League MVP in an era in which like you didn't win that shit. Like you didn't win that shit. This man was not not only not only could stroke the ball with twenty two hundred hits, five hundred forty eight home runs. 1,500 RBIs. He was the best fielding third baseman ever. Ten-time Gold Glove winner. Ten-time. The next highest yeah. field he has two. He has ten. That's unbelievable. And on top of that, he won in those times. Think about this. He won ten Gold Glove awards in them times. He won six Silver Slugger awards. This means he was the best hitter and fielder at his yes. position for six of those years. Unbelievable. He was an eight-time NL home run leader, 74 to 76, 80, 81, 83, 84, 86, which is unbelievable. Look up the players he was going against. You know, he he did some amazing things, and he brought a championship here to Philadelphia. You know, it was our, it was our first one, which we still remember it. Even though we won, we're part of that era where we won, what, 08? We still remember the first yeah. championship in 80. And uh, he, he was the reason... Maybe not the full reason they won, but you know, he was. I mean, I, I, he's mo- one of the most recognized athletes in Philadelphia history as well. Yeah, um, he again, played like, alongside Lenny Boa. Yeah, he played alongside uh, Pete, Ro- Pete. Yeah, Pete Rose. I mean, that team was iconic. Unbelievable, dude. I mean, it was iconic. I mean, that nineteen eighty team was Philadelphia sports nineteen eighty period was unbelievable. The gold standard. They were. In the 1980s, the, the, the Sixers, the Flyers, the Eagles, the Phillies, they all were in the champion content, which we wish we were today. But 
they were in championship contention every sport. Exactly. They were either in the finals or in the championship game. And Michael Jack Smith, I mean, Michael Jack Smith is a cold reason why. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, dude. I remember uh, when we, we were kids, 1990, so like 1996, seven, when, you know, our parents started getting us like sports cards. I yeah. think in Philadelphia, like one of the first sports cards everybody got was Mike Schmidt card. <laughs> I remember I still have, I still have my, my Schmitty card somewhere around here. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think a lot of our parents were pissed off that they used to use them as, as their uh, little bike spokes things now because they're probably valuable now, you know. Uh, but, man, like the stuff that that guy has done, man. You know, Hall of Famer, he, he was elected 96% of the vote. You know, fourth highest voted percentage ever in Major League Baseball history still till this day. Yeah. 96.52%. That's how good he was, you know. And, you know, like I said, this guy this guy was a guy that could hit the ball, he could field the ball, and he's, he, he's proven to become a great coach for the generation and stay with the organization, which yeah. puts a lot of merit on him. You know, uh, like you said, a lot of old heads have him, number one, because they love baseball. You know? They love baseball. They love baseball. It really depends the thing about these, these, these lists. If it if you love the sport more, that play I guarantee you somebody loves basketball, AI is number one. I guarantee you somebody loves football, probably Reggie White's number one. I guarantee you basketball, I mean like I said, AI baseball Schmitty. So and Bobby Clark's number one for hockey. Whatever whatever sport you love, they're number one. I guarantee it. I can I can call ten guys from from, from Philly who are four for four guys and they'll all it will be ten different answers. Exactly, it's true. It's true. So we got all that right there. Our number one on the list. There's no, there's no debating. This is the best athlete, the best player to ever play for Philly, play in Philly. No, no questions about that. You guys already know who it is. Like we don't even need to sit yeah. here and talk about it. It's Rocky fucking Balboa. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, guys, number one. You guys think we were not gonna yeah, leave the goat? Come on, Rocky Balboa, number one. We were gonna leave the goat. Yeah, the goat of Philadelphia sports. Rocky <laughs> fucking Balboa. How many other people beat Ivan Drago? You know he beat Apollo Creed, right? Apollo Creed, Drago, Clubber. Nah, he's number one. Nah, but all he beat Tommy. He beat Tommy the Machine Gun outside of outside of a bar and, and knocked him out on top of a set of bus. That's legendary, bro. Come on. Oh, man. Yo, the fact that people actually put him on the list just shows how iconic that it's movie hilarious. is. It's hilarious. But no, hilarious. All, all jokes aside, he's, he doesn't qualify as an athlete there. Uh, but number one, a lot of you don't even really remember him as a Philadelphia athlete, but he actually played half his career here in Philadelphia. He's actually won you know, some big, meaningful games here in Philadelphia. We're talking about Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain. He's number one. He's number one. Like, love, love him or hate him, he's number one. See, this is when this is when the guy who's from Philadelphia, who's done a lot of things as a Sixer, hundred important game. Why he's number one? Okay. Will Will Chamberlain? You can't say that. You can't say Philadelphia sports without mentioning Will Chamberlain. The iconic you picture do, with the hundred. He's wearing a Philadelphia jersey. Remember that, guys. He's not wearing. You, a you guys got to think about that. Listen, my bias, my Philly bias, would have had AI number one. Yeah, but it's Will. <laughs> but, but, because Will is Philadelphia, and come on, the guy was slain him out there, bro. Come on, yeah. The this this is the only reason we don't have Iverson number one because we would have we would have switched him to number two, but we didn't want to have two basketball players number one and two. So yeah. Schmitty got Schmitty got the nod there at number two. You know, no debate about that. But like, look, we we all know what Will has done 
in his NBA career. But let's not forget, guys, that he played for the Philadelphia Warriors too. Like that was that was actually his first team that he played for, and then it became the Sixers, he, the, the San Francisco Warriors. So I guess that doesn't count as being the organization anymore. But then he, he played for the Philadelphia 76ers for another four years. And how, how many titles did he win? I'm, he won, what, four MVPs or some shit here? Two-time NBA champion, which unfortunately, again, that's why a lot of you don't like Wilt in Philly because he didn't win here. But he did win, you know, Rookie of the Year. He had some scoring, rebounding awards, all that type of shit here. And, uh, you know... His his numbers retired here in Philly. He's wearing that famous photo in the Philly jersey. Listen, our debate go- champ agrees. He did. Steve, you agree? Yeah, I, I was trying to like he earlier. Agree. Earlier, anybody wants to smoke with our man Steve about that? You can get at him, but yeah, yeah. he agrees. What's number one? And there's a lot. Again, we can call your uncle right now. We can call your uncle right now. He'll tell you the same thing. I can call my uncle. Yeah, and he'll tell you the same thing. They do. I can call. I can go. I will call. I can go down the street, knock on the guy's door that I know is a Sixers fan, but he's like sixty-seven years old. He'll say, "Well, he's iconic. He's iconic. He's hundred-point game. The man did it. At a, he did everything. He was probably the most freak of an athlete that they've ever seen. We never got to see him play. I get the AI bias. I really do because I'm, I'm one of them. I'm one of them. But I learned to appreciate <laughs> Will Chamberlain game. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I, yeah, actually, our uh, our our uh, debate guy here, Steve, the champ, well, co-champ, you got you got got get the champ here. Uh, he 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 reinferred that he did win a championship here. Will, see that's how that's how long ago it is. I, I had it written down. I scribbled it. I didn't know if I was right or not, but he did win there. Um, let me look up his years. His years are man, like nineteen fifty-eight, sixty-five, like. Yes, the numbers he was putting up are unbelievable. Like, I, it's it's crazy his stats, like unbelievable. And he won as a Laker, I believe. Am I right? Yeah, he won one here, and then he won one with the Lakers. Uh yeah. Hey, that's why these looks are great. You guys can slice and dice these. Nineteen sixty, he won the NBA MVP rookie season. That's unbelievable. <laughs> like, I, I I don't care who you're playing against. Like the only like. I don't know how many other players have ever done that one MVP in the rookie season. I don't think any, maybe. Am I wrong? I, I don't know. Uh, this man, in his third career basketball game, he scored 41 points and 40 rebounds. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I'm looking, yeah. at, I'm looking at some of these stats here. It's pretty crazy, his numbers. Yo, Will was number one. I'm going to tell you why Will was number one. He was out there slaying If you know what I mean, he was out there slaying yeah. The man, man slept with how many women? Over 13,000? 100,000. 113,000? Like, my man, my man was slaying them. Like, I, like he, he's topped on everything after that. Yeah, point. I mean, like, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yo, so I don't know about you, but guys, I love lists like this. So if you guys have any, like, lists that we're not doing a stoop bragging about that you just want to see a breakdown top 10 this, yeah. hit it with us because, like, we'll come up with the list and then we'll, we'll argue back and forth with you live on here like we just did because that's what it's about. You know, uh, and no, Robert, we did not claim Ali. We claimed Frazier, not Ali. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Rob, who the fuck is Ali? <laughs> like, yo, who is Ali? Tell me. Right, listen. Yo, I, I get what he's saying. He's probably thinking Will Smith played his character. 
So we're <laughs> maybe oh, I don't oh, know. That would be a great show job. I would appreciate it actually. I mean, yo, and you know, I, I know he did. He did uh, actually come here in Philadelphia. Spent a lot of a couple training here, but I think that was because he actually trained with Frazier Ali sometimes, even though they made it like look like they hate each other. Because like if you look up yeah. Philadelphia Muhammad Ali, it does talk about. He had a legacy here, but he wasn't he wasn't affiliated. It was in Gear Gear um it was up in the mountains. Yeah. And he did come to listen, when here's a fun fact that a lot of people don't know because I'm such a uh, you know, boxing head. Joe Frazier took care of Ali a little bit, but you know, Ali couldn't fight, he couldn't get paid. Ali Ali would come down here and Frazier would look out for him. It wasn't always all beef and shit. Like yeah. Frazier did look out for Ali for a long time. Exactly, man. When when it was great. When Ali was out of boxing. He was in Philadelphia a lot. He just was, you got to think the media back then wasn't all over it. You know? Yeah, yeah <laughs> but that's true. That's true. It's not like they could snap a picture and put it on Twitter and say, yo, Ali's in Philly. Like, like, <laughs> Can you imagine that now? Mm-hmm. Uh, mate, these dumbass kids nowadays would claim him, but nah, we're, we're smarter we're than sorry. that. We know. We know it. And, you know, guys, we make a lot of these lists that make y'all argue. That's part of yeah. it. Because it's all. And good I got your argument, too. Yeah, but I mean, this is what we built this shit off of. Yeah. I need to go back and look at those old episodes when it was uh, Stoop Life and, and BKO Tandem. Yeah, I got a lot of them. We need, I need to go back and see what list we did so I could be like, all right, we put these back out. You know, the glory of it is, like, we know sports pretty well. Not not the best, you know, well enough. The fact that, like, we made we made this list in a day. Like, we came up with the list in a day. So, yeah, you might talk to us a month from now. We're like, you know, like, we should have put this guy up. Or, like, we see your yeah. comments. You're like, how the hell do we not have him there? I get it. Listen, I'm mad it. about Moses. I'm still mad at myself about Moses. <laughs> no, I, you had him on. I took his ass off. <laughs> we, had to, we, we had to put someone oh on. God, bro. Like I, I got a reason why I like Moses so much because of how dominant he was. You know what I mean? Like, he said, I'm coming to your city. I'm coming. You guys are going to sign me. I'm going to come here and win a championship. And he did it. Yeah. Moses was the hard. He he was. Doc might have been the icon of that team, but Moses was the player. He was the best player, I believe, in yeah. my opinion. You know, uh, you know, we should do since a lot of you guys on here in the comments and all were confused of whether we were talking about Philly athletes because I, I actually was at first when Paul sent it to me. I think next time we do a list, we need to have a couple of you guys come on and talk about Philadelphia yeah. athletes that were from Philly that not played for the city but were from here. So if they played for us and. They were from here. They count. But, like, someone like Mike Schmidt, he was not from Philadelphia. He doesn't count. You know, someone like Allen Iverson, he wasn't from Philadelphia. He doesn't count. But we can we, we put in a lot. So I think we need to do that because that would be an interesting, interesting list. Because remember I was like, did we get to put on Kobe? What about Mike Piazza? You know, them guys. We could have another list like that. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to do that next. And uh, you guys that are active in the chat here, we're going to hook up. Dude, we'd love to have you guys on here. So uh, well, we got we got a couple people on here. We got Robert. We want you on, and Greg. Uh, you call after you, after you call. Yeah, call, G-Bird, uh, listen, listen. I'm talking to G Bird right now. I'm talking. I told, I'm, I'm literally talking to my OG G Bird right now. <laughs> I would love to have G Bird on. Not just not just for sports, but just talk anything. Like G Bird's my guy. Bro. That's, that's uh, my OG. We're gonna figure it out. We're gonna get y'all on here. But just a reminder: top ten Philadelphia athletes that have played for the city. We got number ten, Joel Embiid. Number nine, Bernard Hopkins. Number eight, Brian Dawkins. Number seven, Joe Frazier. Number six, Reggie White. Number five, Dr. J. Number four, Bobby Clark. Number three, 
Allen Iverson. Hurts. Okay. Number two, Mike Schmidt. Sorry, what's his middle name again? What's Mike Schmidt Hove. Michael Jack Schmidt. All Get right. it right. One everybody gotta remember that's that. That's how my father listen, it's funny. That's how that's how Big Paul. My father. That's how he he he, he says Michael Jack Schmidt. Alright, <laughs> my bad, that's how I grew up. Hey, MJ. MJ. And then number one, Will Chamberlain. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. We're going to be doing a lot more episodes like this as well. We got a lot of stuff coming up on the stoop too. We got a debate coming up between Russell Westbrook MVP season and Derrick Rose MVP season. Y'all love that in the group, so I can't wait to see that one. So I'm I'm, I'm glad you put that in there, Paul, because that had a lot of traction. And I love, listen, before I even, I appreciate all y'all, man. Y'all made this, y'all made the stoop life great. 100%. The, the Stoop Life is a community now. It's a brand. We have a podcast. This is great because y'all. So if y'all y'all keep coming at us, I love it. Y'all keep y'all want to start arguing them off for it. It's all fun and games. It's all fun and games. We all have respect for each other as it is. We're all real sports fans. I don't think there's not a single non-real sports fan in that group. We could debate, unless you're just there. Yeah, support. We could debate some people know sports. They just trying to nitpick stuff because some of the comments I saw last week, not last week, the week before, I was like, yo. Get off the yeah, I ain't gonna mention the names on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that was the yo. So one thing we want you guys to understand is that we're not like Paul. Paul talks about all the time. Paul started this off to make sure we are not like these other sports groups out there. There's other sports groups out there. They got thirty, forty thousand people in it. It's all cool. It looks cool. We got all them numbers, but we want we want our we want to collaborate and communicate with our group. That's why we don't want forty thousand people in there because they got forty thousand people and ninety percent of the people that post. Just post a bunch of bullshit that they don't believe that they don't Mainstream. they want to start. We want you to actually post shit that you agree on, that you're willing to yes. step on this debate and debate yeah. that shit rightfully. And we want people all in the group that you know keep it cordial. That if you're having a conversation at a table, you you buy a person lunch. When you're in these other like you're sitting groups, on your stoop, exactly. like you're sitting on your stoop back in the day arguing with your boys, exactly. or in the barbershop, or either one exactly. you prefer. Exactly, because like. You That's know, how I want it, and this guys, is how it's been. Absolutely. You, know? you guys go on and you check out some of these other groups. These people post stuff, and I'm like, Paul, what, like, I, I, I'm not going to get out of here. These people are fucking idiots. You know, like, you're allowed to have a different opinion. That, that's what makes it great. But, like, these people, they're not having opinions. They're just being fucking idiots. And I'm glad that the 99% of you guys in this group are awesome, and we love you guys, and we thank Listen. you. We appreciate you. I'll take my close to a thousand people, thousand guys here, thousand members I have, over that forty thousand any day in a debate and any, anything. You know, else. like someone, someone threw something out there. Uh, I think it was it was probably last week when I was all banged up and I didn't respond. So I'm actually going to check it in. Understatement. I'm in drunk. Banged up. Tequila, tequila shot. <laughs> uh, but they said, yo, yo, we should debate against other sports groups. They don't want to yeah. smoke because they would be flagging mm-hmm. us because we whooped their ass so bad. They'd be like, we're violent because we're that good. <laughs> so, yo, we can't do that. That's why we keep it in-house and we debate and we're violent against each other in the sports debates. Yeah. So, yo, uh, the Cut It Raps, guys, I just want to say thank you all. We appreciate you. Everyone who's interacting during the podcast, we're going to try and do that more to interact with you because it makes it funner. Uh, and if you guys aren't are listening on the video... Be sure to check us out on all podcasting apps. Just look for The Stoop Life. And be, be awesome. Give us a review. Screenshot it. Send us to you. Because we'd love, to, we'd love to give you guys a shout out and appreciation. So thank you guys again. Because without y'all, we wouldn't even be sitting here on a Thursday night talking. 
So, Paulie, floor's yours. But peace out, guys. Thanks. All right, fellas. Thank you guys for listening, watching, interacting, talking to shit, talking that talk. I appreciate it, guys. Um, well, I'm sure we'll be back on the on the suit life within the next like five minutes, and there'll be a lot of disagreements. <laughs> but that's the beauty of this. So, thank you guys for watching. Anytime you guys want to come in, talk your shit. Floor is always open. The, my my this podcast door is always open. Yeah, we got for, we, we especially my guys locally. Amazing. Absolutely. And shout out to all of our sponsors. Absolutely. Because again, they're big contributors still. Absolutely. Town, keep it real. Peace out, y'all. Can't buy respect. Sell your soul, spend your whole life in debt. Microphone checker, supreme neck protector. Godson still keep a tech on the dresser. Not for sale. Before you guys get out of here, I just want to remind you to give a little check out to some of our sponsors of the Stoop Life Podcast. Because without them, we wouldn't be able to produce the content that we get. We wouldn't give you the great sports content that we get. So be sure to check out the sponsors of the Stoop Life Podcast right here for the next couple minutes. And check them all out. We appreciate it. First off, I want to give a shout out to my man Louis Frangiosa at Lulu Banga Sports Cards. If you guys are looking to buy or sell sports cards, our guy Louis Frangiosa is the guy you need to speak with. This man has them all. NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL. Heck, he even has some WWE cards. That's right. Any sport, if you want any of them, he got them. So give him a call. Check him out on his Instagram at Lulubanga Sports Cards. Or check out his sales account on eBay at Lulu Banga Sports Cards. You can buy, sell, or trade any sports card. He's your guy for that. Or feel free to reach out to him. Just contact Louis Frangiosa directly at 484-318-5394. Check him out now. Let's talk about cars for a second. You know, because we all have them. Well, mostly. And sometimes we need to get rid of them. Unfortunately, sometimes dealerships, junkyards, you name it, they try to rip you the fuck off. That's why we use our guys over at Narton Auto Salvage. They buy cars, whether they're running or not. They can be wrecked, junked, or just flat out old. They take them. Not only will they take them, but they're going to pay you more for your vehicle than anyone else will. They service the Montgomery County and surrounding Pennsylvania and New Jersey areas. Check them out on Facebook at Narton Auto Salvage. Or feel free to give them a call and get a quick two-minute quote on what your vehicle is worth and how they can pick it up and take it off your hands. They can be reached at 484-687-0131. Just tell them Stoop Life told you to come and they'll take care of your car. Picture this. You're about to go on your first date with the smoking hot girl you just met. You roll up. And car's filthy. We all know that's a no-go. We need to show up with the car looking brand new. I'm not talking about running through the car wash clean. I'm talking about professionally clean, sparkling, pristine, fresh. Well, don't worry about that because we got people that will make your car look even better than the day you bought it. 
Thanks to our dude Dan Tudoris and his professional car detailing business, Drag On Customs, our cars are always looking top of the line. Drag On Customs is a fully automated detailing company. They service cars, trucks, boats. They'll even do your school bus, cop car, or they'll do your airplane if you got one of those, because some of you do. They're located in Skipback, Pennsylvania. They service just about every county in Pennsylvania. And guess what? They'll even come to you with their badass mobile detailing van. They even have their own shop. So if you live a little bit too far away, you can go drive to them. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Drag On Customs. Or shoot them a call at 484-213-9392. I guarantee it will be the best detail your car will ever get. Mark my words on it. Now go... Give them a call and get your car looking brand new. Check out Dan Tudor's Drag On Customs, best in the business. I promise you that. Now that we have the selling and transfer of cars covered, as well as making them look fresh and clean, I think it's time we talk about repairing them. Because sometimes, you know, we get them cleaned up, but we got a little bit of damage on it that cleaning up can't settle. But it's not bad enough that we want to sell it. So we just want to repair it. It's time we talked about repairing them, guys. I see too many people driving around with chip paint, dents, and scratches on the cars and bumpers. But don't worry, people. We can fix that. Thanks to our sponsor, Mike McMonagle at Colors on Parade. They can make that car look brand new. Located in Montgomery and Bucks County area, they're our body shop on wheels. They specialize in fixing and painting bumpers, mirrors, rims. Any car issues that need paint, they do it. You got some scratches on your car? Need some touch-ups on them door hinges? That's an easy fix for them. They specialize in making those paint blemishes in your car go away. Making the car look fresh and new is what they do. So if you have a car that needs a bumper painted, a mirror painted, or any type of paintwork that needs to be done to your car, reach out to Mike McMonagle at Colors on Parade. Check them out on both Facebook and Instagram at Colors on Parade. Or just shoot them a call or text to 610-618-9335. Get that car looking fresh, paint it brand new, you'll feel a lot better. So check out Colors on Parade. Are you looking to buy a new home? Or maybe you're looking to sell your home? Or are you possibly looking to just rent? Either way, don't worry about it because our guy, Anthony Belletta, is the best in the business. Servicing the Pennsylvania and New Jersey area, the Anthony Belletta team is the squad we use for our home buying and selling needs. Anthony and his team offer a once-in-a-lifetime experience when searching for a new home or selling and getting a new one. Friendly, committed, diligent, dependable, passionate, professional, and proficient. That's just everything you get when you work with Anthony Belletta and Team Belletta Real Estate. In association with Keller Williams, Anthony and his team offer some of the best services in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. So if you're looking to buy a house, if you're looking to sell your house or just rent or all of the above, check out Belletta Realtor Anthony Belletta. Check them out on Instagram at the Belletta team. Make sure you guys type in Belletta with... B-I-L-L-E-T-T-A. Again, on Instagram at the Belletta Team. Or check out their Facebook page, Anthony Belletta Team, Keller Williams Real Estate.
If you're looking to buy, sell, or rent, give Anthony, Anthony Belletta team, realtor, a call at 484-682-3869. Or email the team at info at thebelletteteam.com to get all of your home services needs checked out because they're the best in the business. And I guarantee you, you'll have a great experience with Anthony Belletta and Team Belletta Real Estate. Patriotic Powerhouse. That's right, guys. Shout out to our man Dan Testa at Patriotic Powerhouse for supporting the Stoop Life podcast. Companies that are made to help others win, that is a company we support. And that is exactly what Patriotic Powerhouse is founded upon. If you are looking to run a charity foundation for your small business, Dan Testa at Patriotic Powerhouse is the one you need to contact for that. He will set you up with the best charity you have ever seen. You want a raffle? He got you. You want to do a giveaway? He got you. You want to run a party? He got you. He can and will make them the best charities you ever ran. So next time you're looking to run a charity for your business, give our buddy Dan Testa a call at Patriotic Powerhouse. You can find him on Instagram at Patriotic underscore Powerhouse or reach out to Dan directly at 856-535-1525. Shout out to our man Keith Andrews at Keystone Professional Cleaners. Are you guys by chance looking to keep or get your home or business clean? Now I'm talking about clean, clean, like professionally clean, not half-ass clean like we give. Keystone Professional Cleaners are here for that. They provide both residential and commercial cleaning solutions. If this is something you or your company needs, reach out to Keith Andrews at Keystone Professional Cleaners. They offer weekly, bi-weekly, monthly services, as well as move-in and move-out services. Tile and grout cleaning, carpet cleaning, strip and wax, spray and buff. You name it, they do it all. They are a full-service janitorial and commercial cleaning provider. They offer full services in the Montgomery County, Bucks County, Lehigh County, Philadelphia County, and Delaware County areas. Check them out on Facebook at Keystone Professional Cleaners, LLC. Or give them a call at 1-800-403-9452. Or if you prefer email, shoot them a message at Keith at KeystoneProfessionalCleaners.com. Again, Keystone Professional Cleaners. Check them out for all your cleaning services.